Welcome to English in 10 Minutes, real, unscripted English conversations about people, places, and their stories. After you listen to the episode, visit EnglishIn10Minutes.com. Today, Wendy and I are talking about Porto, which is the second largest city in Portugal where we live. Because we were just there a couple of weeks ago, right? Yes, we were on the occasion of the visit of your parents uh, who were visiting from Australia. And so we showed them around and traveled around Portugal and got to revisit some places that we hadn't been to in a while and also see some new places. Right. So Porto, as I said, is the second largest city in Portugal. And Portugal is really one of these countries that has two major cities in the same way that Germany does or Australia or Brazil or some other countries. Um, and actually the name of the country of Portugal comes from the city of Porto. So it's a very important place in the country. And we'd been there a couple of times before, mm -hmm. once for a weekend or a long weekend when we were living in Geneva, that was probably six years ago. And then a couple of other times we just sort of passed through. Um, but we hadn't really explored it properly for some time until this recent trip. So that was great to spend three days there and check it out again. It was, yeah, it's a beautiful city. Um, it does have some similarities to Lisbon, but then it also has some things that make it quite distinct as well. I really love both cities. Uh, I know that there's quite a rivalry between the two uh, among, you know, the inhabitants. So, I mean, I think it's, it's kind of a, a fun rivalry where it's all in jest, but they do make fun of each other. And, um, you know, Lisbon, people who live in Lisbon will say bad things about people who live in Porto and vice versa. Um, but even though we live in Lisbon, um, I guess because we haven't grown up here and, you know, had that rivalry all our lives, we don't feel that. We don't feel any kind of animosity against Porto, I don't think. Yeah, actually, maybe the opposite, because in Geneva, where we used to live, there's a large population of people of Portuguese descent and Basically, all of them seem to come from Porto. Mm -hmm. um, and when I was teaching English there, I taught quite a few students who were of Portuguese descent, and they were all—they had all come from Porto. And so they would keep telling me how great it was. And when I told them I was moving to Portugal, they wanted me to move there. And instead, we <laughs> moved to Lisbon. Um, so yeah, they're definitely proud of their city, um, right. which is great. Mm -hmm. For sure. Um, and so we went with, as you said, my parents and also my brother, Tim. So we were five of us there together. It didn't start off very well. No. Yeah, there was a lot of drama when we first arrived uh, because we had booked an Airbnb. And when we got there, it was not ad as advertised. And yeah, it was just not acceptable. And so we had a big argument with the managers of the B&B. Eventually, they canceled the reservation and we had to go find somewhere else, uh, which was very stressful. But we did and we found a much better place. And so it all worked out in the end. Yeah, it was. there was a time when we didn't exactly know what we were going to do. And because my dad is a worrier, um, I think he was a bit worried about it. Um, but yeah, we were able to, to make this booking and they were, they were great. They were able to come and meet us very shortly after we'd made the booking. And um, it was an amazing place with this incredible view over the famous bridge, the Luis I Bridge of Porto, which is one of the icons of the city. So it was mm -hmm. great in the end. Yeah, it was a fantastic location where we ended up and uh, and also just a much better apartment as well. So everything worked out. Yeah, and so it was interesting to see Porto a little bit through the eyes of, of my parents and my brother as well. And one of the things that my dad especially had said about Lisbon was that it, well, while he liked it a lot, that it didn't seem to make great use of its waterfront, mm. which I think is true. We have a river called the Tejo in Portuguese or the Tagus in English. 
um, in Lisbon, but there aren't a lot of places where you can go and there's lots of cafes and restaurants and lots of buzz around it. There's a lot of kind of shipping and -hmm. other things around the river. So the river for me is not really one of the great highlights of Lisbon. Mm -hmm. And Porto is completely different. It also has a river, which is the Douro and basically everything takes place on the two banks of the, of the river. Yeah. Although I will say there are parts of Lisbon along the river that do actually have restaurants and cafes. Um, we don't go there very often. I've only been there a couple of times, basically when I was scoping out a, a running, um, Route. Running route, yes, thank you. Uh, which I, I still haven't been running or jogging since we moved to Lisbon, but I have thought about it a couple of times, and because it's so hilly, the river is the one obvious place where I could go running if one day I decide to do it. Um, so I've been down there a couple of times just to see if that would be a good place to run, and there is actually a path and also a bicycle path uh, where you can cycle along the river, but it's, it's quite cut off from the rest of the city, and so it's not a place that you you really pass by very often unless you're specifically trying to go there whereas in Porto that really is the heart of the city uh, where the river is that's you know the whole city was created around the river yeah for sure and it's interesting that one side of the river is Porto and then the other side has another name I mean it's essentially a suburb but it's called Gaia and it seems to be quite separate or the people on each side of the river seem to have their own little rivalry even within the city Mm -hmm. and so Gaia is where a lot of the um, factories are that produce port wine Mm -hmm. and so that's a very famous thing that comes from Porto um, and so I think the people the, the people from Porto on the other side joke that the only reason that Gaia is, exists is that it can basically supply them with this wine and with other produce and things like that mm-hmm. um, but it's interesting to get both different um, perspectives from each side of the river yeah because you have a beautiful view from Gaia looking back over to Porto uh, but actually the views from both side are both sides are really beautiful yeah and so we spend a lot of time along the river just walking along the river on both sides um and there's you know there's lots of restaurants and 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 bars and things like that so it's a really fun place to be the Porto side also then just extends uphill um and so there's an area and this is the area where we ended up staying where there's a lot of steps um but it's just this kind of fascinating little maze of these alleyways and steps and you never really know what you're going to see around the next corner and that's a lot of fun as well Mm -hmm. that part reminded me of Alfama in Lisbon which is the old uh, Moorish and Jewish neighborhood um, that was not destroyed by the earthquake. So unlike the rest of the city that's built along a grid pattern, it's also lots of you know narrow winding alleys and cobblestone pathways. Um, yeah, so th- it had the two cities had that in common. Um, but as we said, there are some some distinct things about each city as well. So what are the other things that we did in Porto? We went to a few parks because my brother Tim really likes walking and it's also really good for a mum if she can walk a lot as long as there aren't too many stairs. Um, and so mm-hmm. we went to one park in particular and there were peacocks mm-hmm. uh, in the park just kind of walking around free and that was a nice little surprise. Yeah, and they were putting on a, a nice display. The The males were showing off all their feathers to the females. So yeah, we sat there for quite a while and just watched the peacocks and relaxed. We also took a river cruise, as many people do, and so it's the Six Bridge Cruise, I think they call it, um, mm-hmm. because you go under six different bridges. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you go basically both sides 
of where the the main city of Porto is. So you go down one way and you, you go under all the bridges and then you come back and then go further in the other direction. Um, and so that's a great thing to do as well because there's this one famous bridge like we mentioned, um, the Louis I bridge. And it's really interesting because you can go under it on one of these boats. You can also walk along the bridge at ground level but it's also a very, very high bridge. And so there's a, an upper level, much, much higher. And you can walk across that or go across that by tram or by car. Um, and so we experienced this bridge basically in all the ways you could possibly do it. Yeah, yeah. Did we walk on the high part or just on the low part? No, we walked on the high part as well, because there's that church that's up the top on the Gaia yeah. side. And then we walked from there to the other side. And then yeah. the city walls are on the Porto side up at that high level as well. Yeah, okay. We also saw someone jumping off the bridge as well not the higher part but the lower yes. part and they weren't trying to kill themselves they were they were doing it uh on purpose just i don't know for a thrill or to get attention uh but he was wearing a, a wetsuit and was, we had seen him we had passed by him earlier when we were walking on the bridge and then later as we were just sitting there watching we saw oh he's gonna jump and he did and he made it back out so uh <laughs> he was fine but it was, even though it was from the lower part, it was still a pretty high jump. Yeah, so we chose not to do that. Um, but mm -hmm. anyway, it was a great uh, three days that we had in Porto, and it's definitely a city worth checking out. For sure. Thanks for listening to English in 10 Minutes. To download a worksheet for this episode, including the most useful vocabulary and a full transcript of the conversation, visit EnglishIn10Minutes.com.